Life happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. Okay, you have been begging for it. It's now here. We have got with us the banking ombudsman, and you can start dialing in now on 0891-104-207, or you can send in your questions via WhatsApp 0614-104-107. The banking ombudsman is, I suppose, the the, the best person to ask at this point for all the questions that you have around the difficulties you're having with your bank. We know that we had an expert uh, about a couple of days ago and it, it didn't go down well with some of you because you were saying he doesn't have all the answers. So this is the time um, to ask whatever question you have around difficulties you're facing with your bank. Um, she's likely to help you navigate the system, what you can do, what your rights are and so on. So that's a conversation we're going to have right now. Start dialing in on 891 Um, The Ombudsman is here with us. The Banking Ombudsman, Ms. Rena Stain, joins us now on the line. A very good afternoon, um, Ms. Rena Stain. Thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon and thank you for having us. So let's just start with um, some new developments. Um, You've got a new uh, conduct standards that you've introduced. Tell me about that as, uh, as the banking sector. Okay, so the new conduct standards, I think it's it's big news and it's good news. Mm. So it is another uh, very important, um, what will I say, uh, tool in the arsenal of our regulators. So it, it is legislation that's drafted by, and it's now finally approved by Parliament, and it is something that the FACA, our Conduct Standards Authority, um, the regulator of the banks can now impose um, and ensure, uh, ensure compliance with by the bank. So it's a detailed document um, of how the banks must comply to ensure that there are fair outcomes for retail consumers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the document, but it, you know, it really covers every aspect of banking um, for consumers to make sure that they receive a fair deal. Mm. So that's that's new, and um, it's a, it's an exciting development. I mean, do do you mind while we wait for people to call in to just highlight some of the things that will that, that the listener will find interesting um, that is new that will make that fairness come through? Yes. So you know, uh, you know, like many other pieces of legislation, I mean, that the banks have to comply with. These are things that happen in the background. Mm. So it may not be that a consumer is even aware of it. Mm-hmm. But, for example, all the way from the top, we, they're talking about governance. Mm-hmm. That, that right from the top structure in the bank, there must be a focus and there must be documents and policies and reporting structures and responsible people in place um, to ensure fair outcomes for consumers. So they've, they've written that. So it's very clear that mm. it's not something that is just at a low level. They are requiring that products need to be suitable and have fair outcomes. Now that, in my mind, is a very important one because previously banks designed products and maybe there was nothing wrong with the product, but the product was wrong for the person who actually engaged with that, either took out the, the investment or engaged on a certain platform. Mm-hmm. Now there's a rule that says they must ensure that the product is right for the person and they must take everything into account and they must ensure that if the product is not right for a particular person, that that product is not sold to that person. 
Hmm. They, they must look at advertising even, that the advertising must be clearer because we have seen matters and complaints where it looks like there's this, this great return on investment mm-hmm. or any bank product, even if it's like a savings account. But the way the advertising is done is, is not quite clear. And then the consumer thinks he's getting a, a <laughs> but actually it's not that. He will get B. And then he's unhappy. Um, but then when you go through the fine print, you see that they didn't lie to him. Uh, it was actually there. So hmm. they're trying to regulate every aspect to make sure that there's better disclosure, it's fair, the outcomes are considered and correct for the right person, yeah. um, and that they can take steps if that's not the case. So, I mean... I- I'm, so I'm hoping and I wonder. A big, big thing, yeah. I'm mm. hoping and I wonder if this will mean better training and accountability of staff members. Because, for instance, the, the term fair is so relative. It's so relative and it's so subjective. So, if if I say, well, that's not fair, um, we can debate the term fair, you know, from here to heaven. And so, if the person who's selling you the product, because they've been accustomed to selling for profit, um, did not use fairness because they just haven't been accustomed to it. Will that change in their training? It should. It should because otherwise they're not going to be able to comply with these rules. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know, so so it's not it's not as vague as that for them that they must ensure everything is fair. Yeah. Um, so it's much more specific. Okay. You know that they um, they they must, for example, ensure that. The interests of a customer is taken into account mm-hmm. before they sell them a specific product. Mm. Then they must ensure that the customer understands the product mm-hmm. and that it's in clear and plain language. So those these are things that that any objective person can go mm. and check. You know, mm. uh, did the customer understand? How was the document written? Mm. Uh, was it disclosed? How was it advertised? So so you know, there's a lot of things that they can do as mm. a regulator. Yeah. To, to get to the famous. All right. Let me um, just, if you don't mind, Rihanna, mm-hmm. let's just take the calls. As I said, I will take calls. And um, Wado, you're calling from Pulukwani. Can you be brief for us, please? Okay, I'll try to be brief. Yes. I once had an issue uh, regarding the standard bank uh, online uh, application or online banking. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I raised that issue with uh, Ombudsman. I was not happy with the way that it was handled. I felt like it's something that uh, they need to address it because probably it's affecting many people. Mm-hmm. What is happening is that when when, when you make a payment or on online payment with the standard bank online system, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the, the the account numbers, for example, for standard bank are supposed to be nine digits, mm-hmm. and if you put eight digits, that that system it puts another digit to make it nine and take that money and pay someone else. Who you are not you are not intending to pay? Mm. Do, do, do you get what I, I mean? I do like, understand. I do understand what yes, you're saying. What, what I did is that I was intending to make a payment to someone else. Mm-hmm. Instead of putting in, instead of putting in nine digits, mm. then I made a mistake. I put eight digits. I hear you. And I, I, my, my logical understanding was that at least the system was supposed to reject the whole payment. Yeah. But now what happened is that the standard bank system it adds a zero. And yes, I understand. At the beginning of that and make that particular thing to be valid to have nine digits and pay the wrong person altogether I and when i followed up that thing mm. they said that there is nothing that they can do i raised it with ombudsman i even have the reference numbers or the case numbers mm-hmm. but they told me that 
I, I, there is nothing that they can do. I must actually handle this kind of thing. But some of them, obviously, they cannot do anything because the money was lost and they cannot uh, accept into paying that money. Hmm. Well, thank you so much for that. Uh, Rihanna, I'll come back to you with a response for that. To start dialing in as well, 0891-104-207, and we'll take more of your questions with the Banking Ombud. Call Pimelo Mutine now. I am Ms. Mutene. I'm Guilford Malchas. I'm from Cape Town. I'm having a problem with the bank that I'm banking to, uh, which is uh, NetBank. Every time I withdraw my money and leave something there, um, let's say 150, I would find out that, that the, the next day it's gone. So now what I do is I withdraw all my money, then I keep some. Then I would get an SMS that's, that say that 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 that, uh, that intimidates me that my, my 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 savings account is exhausted, is used up, so I must have something. I mean, uh, it's been and it's it's been happening. It's been happening for a long time, for a long time. Jeez. Uh, hi, Pemelo. What I'd like to find out is why these banks work with cyber criminals. How can someone steal money from my account or perhaps I deposit money into their account and then when we find out it's fraud, the banks do nothing to get the money back. They even act like they don't know whose account this person uh, is using when the account is actually registered with the bank and the bank has needs an id for you to open an account but then when these cases come up the banks act like they don't know where their account is held can they explain uh good day it's Selvan gamda from uh, durban i would like to find out from the banking ombudsman uh, if during this COVID relief or payment holiday is it possible for the banks not to charge us clients interest on those holiday plans so when this COVID-19 is over, there'll be no interest charge on us holiday plans. Is it possible for the banks to give us this relief? Thank you. Rihanna Stain is the Ombud, uh, banking Ombud, and she joined us now on the line to respond to all these questions. Thank you so much for staying with us, Rihanna. Okay, let's start with the very last one. Um, the banking holidays that were introduced and some have embraced, is it possible to not be charged interest on those? What conversations are happening, Rihanna? Okay, so um, I think just to, to put it in perspective, our office is a dispute resolution office, so we're yes. not... Uh, a regulator and not, uh, you know, part of BASA, who's the industry association that I think really engages with the banks and government okay. in order to put all these relief measures in place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do understand that there were certain agreements that the banks will give relief measures, that they will have payment uh, relief that some of them even offered uh, loan extensions, that they offered uh, a, a complete break in payments. Um, part of that discussion was that there will still be interest charged on some of those loans. So unfortunately from our office as the dispute body, um, we've got no oversight to tell the banks that they not they shouldn't charge the interest. Mm. Um, I think that must have been a, you know, yeah. a, a 
financial, economic decision that it will not be possible to charge absolutely nothing while there is a payment holiday or an extension or a break. I do know that some clients got better um, sort of restructuring rates. deals. Mm. Um, they got better rates. They entered into new loans at lower rates. Um, so every bank and every product was handled differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and every cli- even every client. Mm. Um, I don't think there was just a one uh, you know, solution fits all. Um, so if somebody is really struggling uh, to keep up with interest while they've got this payment holiday or extension on the loan, that's an engagement that they should have with the bank. And I really do hope that they that they really, you know, sort of come to the party. But there's no blanket that the banks will not charge anything for any any customer let's also go to let's go to the call be that we took before we went to a break where he was saying that he was really not happy with how uh, your office had handled a particular case I'm, i don't think it's a new case but he was saying that he found that the, the the bank was not fair in addressing it since the mistake yes was his but it was a fair mistake and automatically the the system just kind of took the money to the wrong individual Okay, so do we go to that one? Um, you know, all I can say is that, you know, if they want us to have another look at it, because obviously, okay. you know, in each case, yeah. there'll be facts mm. provided by both parties which mm. would have been considered. Yeah. Um, so if if the allegation is that it is the bank system that, that added a digit yes. and therefore the number was wrong, yeah. it was actually correct up to that point, and that was the cause of the money going to the wrong account, then that is the, the, the allegation that one should, I think, in, in look into. But, of course, you know, I don't know. I yes. don't have the facts in of front course. of me. I don't know the bank's response. So, unfortunately, one has to look at the individual case. So I'm, yeah. I'm very sorry that somebody didn't find it satisfactory, but one can always have a look at it again, and there may be factors that wasn't considered, or maybe it was. I, okay. I, I can only say but, we can have but, another look. But, but in principle, it's open to have another look. You got, your office is open to have another look if the person feels dissatisfied. Most definitely. Right. So, so I mean, uh, they can write to me yes. directly, um, uh, or they can go back to the person that, that dealt with the case. They okay. would have had emails. And say that they, you know, that there was a radio discussion, mm. and I on 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 air said that um, they can actually just raise it again. Maybe there's a perfectly good explanation yes. for all of this. All I right. hope there is. Okay, and then the savings account client. Um, I think it's Guilford who said, you know, Guilford from your yeah, net yeah. bank issue. That yeah. it sounds definitely unacceptable. I mean, if. If he, you know, leaves money in his account and the next day it's all gone and it carries on like that, um, it, it sounds that there's definitely something strange going on. That's not a, a common complaint, I can honestly say. Um, it could be that the bank are using set-off. I don't know if you've heard of the principle of set-off, where there's amounts owing on one account, mm. um, say a credit card. Mm. You've got money in your savings account. And then they take the money from your savings account to pay the credit card because mm. you are not making payments mm. as you should. Mm. It could be that. Um, I don't know. We, we, remember, we'll we don't check. have all the yeah, facts. Absolutely. It could be something completely a, a, a debit order that yes. incorrectly placed on his account. Yes. Um, 
we need to look into it. He must, he must report it to, to our office. All right. Um, so let's let's help him. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll certainly be giving out those details. All right. Start dialing in 0891-1427. I see all your calls and all your WhatsApp notes. We'll come back after the headlines. But Joalane uh, Tulo is standing by with the very latest in headlines at 1.30. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. All right, I am speaking to the banking ombud, um, Rihanna Stain, and she's taking your calls. And I will take your calls on 891 for many of the questions that are coming through. Let me just uh, also just go back to a question that came through earlier about cyber crime and cyber criminals. And this particular caller, um, the WhatsApp note was saying, they feel that the banks on the side of criminals. Rihanna, do you want to respond to that? Yes. So, cybercrime is a very common problem, um, unfortunately. Um, I think most of the complaints we receive in the office mm. uh, has a, a crime and a fraud element to it. Whether it's at an ATM that somebody is defrauded, a credit card fraud, or even internet payments where there's fraud happening. Um, so we receive those complaints on a daily basis. In the investigations that we've done, we have not found evidence that it is the bank staff and bank officials mm. that enable the, the fraudsters. Um, people must understand that the hackers and the fraudsters are working, we said once before, and I think in a, in a press release, 24-7. Um, they have not gone on lockdown. They have moved away from physically targeting people to trying to defraud their bank accounts online. So whether you are the victim of a phishing email that you didn't know about, because remember, not every consumer knows that they clicked once upon a time on a phishing email because it looked like a bank's website. That's, that's the whole point. They designed something that looks like the bank. Click on it. You put in your details, your login details. And it's the fraudsters who have these details. It's not the bank's responsibility at that point. The banks will assist. I mean, if we get involved, they most definitely try and trace the money. It's not a case that they can't or won't. They'll trace where it went to. They will disclose that information to us, but they cannot do that to the, to, to the public. They will do so with a court order. So if you report the matter as a fraud matter Mm -hmm. um, with the police, then they have to disclose where the money went because it is a police investigation. Mm -hmm. But to our office, we will definitely provide assistance if there's money that went out of your account as a result of fraud that's still available in another account. And then the bank will try and get that money back. Um, of course, you know, that's not how fraudsters work. We, mm-hmm. They transfer the money out of your account to another account. They immediately withdraw it, close that account, and they're gone. Yeah. Sometimes it does work, and the money is still there. Yeah. So that they're not assisting um, is not what we find. It may feel like that to a consumer because they just don't hand over all the information to somebody because they are not in, allowed to in terms of privacy. So, again, if there's a specific instance um, that we haven't investigated, um, we, we, we've had to do so. 
how how related are these uh, things to remember there was the 99 cents i think debit order issue and um there was an introduction of a system called a debit check or at least a campaign debit check campaign to try and assist yes. with uh, mitigating that 99 cents debit that would come was it 99 rand i can't quite remember how related yeah. are some of these and what are, are they still a lot of them still coming through to your office so the, the the unauthorized or fraudulent debit orders—that's mm. the the issue you're talking about. Mm. So many clients uh, suffered from that. Um, we do not see a lot of those, and I'll tell you why. Is because every case that we look at, we ask the consumer to at least make contact with the bank first mm. and try and resolve it there. Mm-hmm. And if they can't, then our office is there free of charge. Those debit order issues were mostly resolved at the bank because it is a case of that debit order that went off was not authorized by me. I don't know who these people are. It's got nothing to do with me. Please give me back my money. And it's usually uh, worked. Mm. So uh, there is a project in place. Uh, Government is working closely with the banks. I think they've managed to cut down on it a lot Mm. because, again, it is fraud. Mm. It is somebody who got hold of your bank details and submit a debit order as if it is a, 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 a uh, something as, mm. uh, that you signed and the that's service. That's a legitimate yes, agreement, yeah. All right. Yeah. So they pretend they, they've got a fraudulent signature. They send it to the bank. Mm. The bank thinks, oh, this is legitimate. They implement until you then complain. Mm. Then they'll take it off. So uh, definitely less complaints these days. Yeah. Um, and for consumers who still suffer from that, first of all, they need to check their accounts to make sure that it doesn't happen to them. But if it does, uh, contact with the bank should resolve it. All right. George, and if not, our office is always there. George, thank you for calling. You're calling from Mpumalanga. Hi. Hello, George. Hello, how are you? I'm well, thanks. Go ahead, George. Right. I, I got a, a, a query because uh, always if you... The bank, for example, I'm banking with APSA. Mm-hmm. Every month you'll find that it's in your account that the bank, uh, 99 rand is taken away. You will go back to bank and complain that don't give us information who took all those 99 rand. They just reverse it. The following month, same thing. So I got such a problem with the bank and wanted to know who took this money. They don't give information. And the other thing, what the bank is doing, once they realize that they are earning maybe more than 10000 they upgrade your, 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 your saving account into check account without your notice. So if you, you, you go to bank, they just take you pillar to post it. Hmm. So we don't know what, what can I do now. Thanks, George. Rihanna, your response? Um, sorry, I, I didn't quite hear the, the upgrade. So they upgrade yes. your account, and the, the problem he, is, I, I couldn't quite hear. He's saying, and I think it speaks to the conduct standard, um, the conduct standards that have just been uh, that have just kicked in, uh, where fairness comes into play. And he's saying, you know, the upgrade was automatic. He was earning more, and as as opposed to keeping his savings account, which he feels is appropriate for him, he was automatically upgraded to a check account. And I, I, I'm imagining now the check account has different charges and he you know when he went to the bank he he wasn't given an ear so he feels that that was an unfair practice yes well it's it certainly you know just from the sound of it, it it sounds like something that shouldn't happen 
Um, I mean, if they give you a benefit, uh, if you like sort of better off after the upgrade, uh, I'm sure consumers won't complain. Um, but certainly not if you're worse off. Um, then should be no such thing. Any anything that's automatic uh, must be at least to your benefit. And even then, a consumer must have the right and the opportunity to say no thanks. Yeah. Um, so we had we've had complaints like that, and then we've asked the bank to stop that practice. Mm-hmm. For exactly the same uh, issue. But then we engaged with that bank because remember they're not all the same. Yes. They don't do the same things. And then we would say to the bank, look. From this complaint, it looks like this is not a good practice. Yeah. We suggest that you stop doing this because the next person and the next person will complain. And then they've agreed to do that. The conduct standards, like you very correctly point out, will now give the regulators the opportunity to look at these kind of things. All right. Um, and so they will ensure that it doesn't happen. The debit order, if if he has to go in every month to reverse it, look, at least first of all, mm-hmm. he mustn't pay for it. He mm-hmm. must ensure that it is reversed. Mm-hmm. But if it keeps on happening and they're not stopping it automatically after the second or third one, he must complain to me and we can try okay. and assist that there is a block. All right. Because it shouldn't happen continuously. Okay. I'm going to give out those details in a short while. And and I see you, uh, George. I see you, Patrick. I'll take your calls in a short while. But I'll also give the people the uh, contact details because some of these are, are common problems. And uh, the ombudsman said that they, she will look at those. We'll come back with more of your calls. We'll come back with more of your voice notes after this. Topical discussions, analyses with key newsmakers and thought leaders. Good afternoon, Pamela. I have a problem with uh, the, the bank, man. I deposit money to the bank, which I was not supposed to deposit. And this bank said, told me that they cannot return my money to me unless they get a written communication from the account holder that I sent um, the money to. Now the account holder is a company that sells antivirus. I wrote them an email. They don't respond to me. What can I do to get my money back? Thank you, Pamela. I would like to ask the ombudsman um, with regards to a bank that I previously used. Um, in 2015, um, I was signed up for debt review and then I was requested to change uh, bank accounts. So I moved from the previous bank, um, which was a check account, and I moved to a different bank's uh, check account. And um, at that time, the account had a balance of 2,000 Rand. The, the bank that I was leaving had a balance of 2,000 Rand. And then when I went to the bank to close the account, they told me that no, the, 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 the account will automatically close after I've used up all the funds in the accounts. Fast forward five years later, I've been receiving calls from lawyers and all that from the, uh, the, the previous bank telling me that I owe them a balance of 5,000 uh, something which was all accumulated from the banking charges of that account that I supposedly closed in 2015. And I would like to find out from you, um, how can I go about resolving this issue? Because I've been in communication with the banks for quite some time now trying to resolve it. And then they're saying that I'm obligated to paying the charges because I didn't physically close the account. I don't know. Please help. 
Um, my the, my guest is is the banking ombud, uh, Rihanna Stein. And uh, Rihanna, thank you so much for staying with us. Uh, just if you can just start with the last uh, voice note that came through around the 2,000 rand that was meant to be used up and then the account, which wasn't properly shut. How, how do we, first of all, make sure, what, what, what do you need to get from your bank to make sure that your account is closed? It's not the first time I've heard this. Yes, so... Uh, a closure of accounts is something that poses a problem for consumers sometimes. Mm. It is something that I think also the regulators want to look at uh, through these conduct standards. So the best way always is to have something in writing. So we find so many people, they say that they've called, they went into the branch, but they don't know who they spoke to and they didn't get anything, no printout, nothing, no confirmation of the instruction to close the account. So the bank, on the other hand, now it's four years later, somebody looks at the account and says, but there is no instruction to close the account. And if we don't have a closed account, there are charges. So um, I'm quite happy. I think, uh, you know, the lady who called in must definitely come to our office and can go back all the way to, to that time when she closed the account or tried to with the 2000 on balance. And let's see what happened okay. and how it comes that they now want to charge her 5000 um, all we can go back is get all the documentation and statements and try and resolve it from mm, there. Right. But getting it in writing, um, that you're closing the account, yeah. getting make sure that you have a no balance, mm. that's the best thing to do. Okay. Patrick in Woodbank, hi. Hey, how are you? We well. Thanks for calling, Patrick. Thanks, man. Thanks for taking my call. You know, I have a situation that happened in 2016 whereby my car was broken into, my IDs were stolen and the bank account was stolen. And for some reason, I was I was banking with Capitec, I must mention that. And then after the breakage, I opened the case of uh, malicious damage to property and, uh, you know, robbery and what have you. And then I went to the bank to report the money that was withdrawn. Because when the money was withdrawn, immediately I then closed the account. But... Some monies went through to an about uh, 7,000 or so. I wrote through the ombud, and the case came back to say, uh, I had, the bank says I had given the, the people the right or the PIN codes to open to be able to withdraw money. I did not do so. How they got the, the PIN code, I just don't know. But I ended up losing that money, and the bank could not do anything. And the ombud said they could not do anything because I couldn't do the information of the bank. I had given the information out. How would I have done so when it is it's a theft that happened? Mm. I, I, I'm worried about it. And this thing happens to many people. It happened again to my brother mm. and to my cousin. You know, almost something like the similar thing that happened. And the bank goes to say, we gave the codes to the people. Ah, hmm. man. Uh, Rihanna? Yeah. So, look, I mean, the way I know bank codes work, and I think you, everybody's experience is that you need a PIN code. When you insert it in that machine, um, unless you have the right PIN code, it will not give you money. So, if in this case, if uh, Patrick is saying that his PIN code wasn't written down, nobody knew what the PIN code was, but... The, the machine spit out the money with no PIN code being used or the wrong PIN code being used. Um, that is really, I think, what he is saying. Um, maybe that is why we previously said that's not our finding. Yes. Um, I'm happy it's 2016. Uh, it is four years later. Um, it's maybe too late to look at it uh, again, but I am happy because he is now talking to us. But there must have been an investigation. 
and the bank logs give us the PIN code that was used in a machine to withdraw money. Uh, that's how we look at it. Um, so if there was a PIN code used, I don't know where the person who stole in, who broke into his car got the PIN code, but it, the machine won't give it to you if you don't use a PIN code. That's correct. Mm. So I don't know what exactly happened there. It certainly calls for some investigation, it seems to me. Mm. And I don't know if that was done correctly previously. Yes. All I can say is that we can look at it. Okay. I like that. Thank you very, very much. I really appreciate you giving us the time this afternoon, uh, Rihanna um, Stain, who's a banking ombud. And I'm going to give out those details. So it is, you can go to their website, www.obsa.co.za, or you can email info at obsa.co.za or call 0860-800-900. I'll give you those details again if you didn't catch them.